Hey, what's going on, everyone? It is June 7th, uh, early Sunday morning, and I just wanted to read something to you that I wrote today. Um, it's probably going to be like an uncomfortable conversation for many of you, so just wanted to give that quick warning. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a bit tough to sleep for me because so many different reasons, and just wanted to acknowledge a mistake I made um earlier this week so i was catching up with a friend and wanted to interview him for my my podcast and my intention was to share what the black experience is like growing up in america um, he's had many um you know horrible systematic racism things that has happened with him um so just wanted to share with you so i had a conversation with a friend of mine and um, for context, he's a black male living in New Jersey. And basically I, I said that, you know, at the end of it, you know, at the end of our like 15, 20 minute conversation after catching up, I said, um, you know, you're very well-spoken and I think that it would resonate with many of my professional, uh, the professionals in my network. And, you know, the intention is to impact them to let them know like a day in the life like what it's like to be a black male in america and you know after i said that i definitely had the a weird feeling in my stomach like ooh, okay like that probably didn't land well and i should have taken responsibility for it but i didn't um i did not say anything about it i, I think just fear of like you know being uncomfortable and having that uncomfortable conversation well, we caught up a few days later and he told me that he was not able to to sleep because, you know, our, you know, we do have a good relationship and we're close and he was, he didn't want to bring it up at the time as well, but he told me that, um, you know, it, it was like, you know, he's so much, so many other feelings, so many other things going on right now. It was kind of like, oh, look, that's like the least of my worries. But because of our relationship, he did mention that it really hurt his feelings. Um, so it made me realize that, I, I do have a long way to go in my ally, my allyship journey, but I am also grateful that I've made progress as a human being. So, you know, I definitely want to acknowledge that. Um, we had a link. So I work at a company called LinkedIn, obviously a huge company. And I'm fortunate enough that we had a workshop where many black males shared with us how they face a lot of these unconscious word choices that offend a lot of my black male colleagues. Um, for instance, they would say something like, if I were white, you would never say that I'm well-spoken, articulate, or an eloquent speaker. So even though like someone can mean well by that, that's not the point. The point is how the person is left feeling after your interaction. So, you know, I did have a sinking feeling that, 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 definitely did not land right um and that that obviously is not my intention right but the point is um it left him feeling very uh, uncomfortable and you know it's sort of like one you know some in high school when some of my friends or some of my classmates would copy off of me because i'm asian right in calculus class or calc 2 class even though ironically i was a horrible math student but they would say something like aren't Asians supposed to be good in math or um, aren't you guys smart um, and then I, I remember you know working for a company and one of my colleagues would invalidate my experience and say like 
um, you know, like Asians statistically speaking are the most well off out of all the ethnicities. And I just remember feeling so like angry that I just didn't even know what to say. But, you know, that goes to me saying sort of the things I've said in the past. Um, and I know we're all not perfect, but I would say, um, for instance, you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot of generalizations that I would have of like many of my white colleagues, like, oh, you know, you don't know what it's like to live off of food stamps or you don't know what it's like to to deal with like racism and things like that. But, you know, I'm sure that does not land well for many. So I, I wanted to reflect on why this is important to me and have a conversation. And I remember there were so many times where people would make jokes about Asian males and our lack of masculinity shown in many movies. Um, many of the Asian males play roles where they're nerds or, or geeks. Um, and they get they often get beat up and bullied by the more masculine characters. And that's common across all of Hollywood. You can argue with me as much as you want, but the fact of the matter is that's the truth. Um, yes, maybe there's like less than a handful of instances where that's not the case, but in the majority of the cases, that's, that's what happens. So wanted to reflect, wanted you all to reflect on this. And like, how many times have you made a joke about Asian male in our packages? I remember growing up, I worked at a company um, called AlphaServe where I would get very, very inappropriate comments. Um, and, and other companies as well where, you know, someone would say like, oh, you should take testosterone because you're not aggressive enough. And I do understand that people are the most insecure people, are the ones that are usually saying these things. But I'll never forget that, you know, one of my best friends in high school said some racist comments about my my package um, just just because like I think he was just angry at me at at the time for some something else and you know high, in high school like we all go through emotions but I remember from that day on I could never trust white people and that was a story I had for a good chunk of my life um, until I did a program um, called accomplishment coaching and realized that I had to heal some trauma there and years and uh, years and years of therapy and coaching and workshops and seminars later um, I, I've been much more receptive to trusting um, like wasp you know, white Anglo-Saxon Caucasians, but I do notice how I automatically close myself off in most instances because I'm typically the only Vietnamese person, even at LinkedIn, who's probably the most progressive company that I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm, for example, I'm the only Vietnamese person in, yeah, or oftentimes even the only Asian in most of, if not every company I've ever worked at. So, you know, I'll always remember what it's like to be bullied. And, and not only did it add to my depression, um, but I would often go to all of these like private equity, hedge fund, um, and family office events and often feel so uncomfortable. Um, so the point in me like making this is just to start to ask yourself like, hey, like when am I making these um, microaggressions and I did this simple exercise where I thought I really like just sat down with myself and thought of if George Floyd was one of my close friends who who is black like Melvin Edwin or Aaron 
I'd be fucking devastated. Like I, I remember like doing yesterday, I was on the phone with him and I just cried and, and, you know, obviously they're all safe, but that, that can very well be them, you know, and I would know, and I'll know like deep down inside, I'll be so devastated that, you know, there's just so much injustice right now in 2020. So thanks for listening to all this. I know it's not an easy topic for many, but just wanted to bring this to light because, you know, I do think we can always reflect on how our words may have impacted uh, another person in the wrong way and acknowledging that we're not perfect and that we're working on it is, is the beginning. So thanks for listening.